Hello, 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 ha, and welcome to another podcast with Real Talk with RTPT Richard Thomas. Personal training at it again. Let's go. Let's get into it. So today's podcast, I want to talk to you all about productivity, how we can be the most productive that we can with the time that we have day to day. It's so much many people kind of just do automatically. Many people set themselves tasks, sometimes attach too much emotion to it. You might lay yourself down. Also, you've got the reward element of it as well. But ultimately, how can we be the most productive we can? What does that actually mean? You know, what, what does it mean if we be productive in a day? And what could be the you know kind of potential outcomes? How can we get there? How can we prioritize things and kind of put this at the forefront of our tasks to get those done? So productivity, obviously, it underlines everything we end up doing. If we didn't have this, then there'd be no get up and go of us. You know, we'd have no kind of um, task at the forefront of your mind, whether it's a, you know, kind of getting yourself ready for your day ahead, getting the kids ready, getting things ready for the gym, even things like for work or kind of training, or even anything you might well have coming up, like a new job interview and so on. If you don't prioritize, for example, that job interview, if you don't plan and prepare for it, and yet you're still running around doing you know, family, work, life, training, life, and you don't prioritize that job interview, and you know that pretty much when that job interview comes, it's going to be shit. And um, if you get a job, well, then you've either got the gift of the gab and you winged it, or you know, you've know got a little bit lucky. But if you're productive and you prioritize those things, like those elements, just giving you a job interview, for, for example, then you, you're going to have a lot more outcome relating towards there. So I suppose that what I'm trying to say is that your goals underpin what your productivity is. So if your goal is to you know achieve a certain promotion and work or hit the new PB in the gym or you know run faster or kind of lose weight, then you can be productive to work towards that goal. So again, straight away, goals underpin everything we do. So the best thing I can do to say to be productive is to set yourself a meaningful goal. So if your goal is to be a faster runner, you know, do little things to be productive there. So just maybe, you know, start up in your steps in the day. Start prioritizing running. Join a run club. Eat healthier. Drink more water. And that's going to help you running. So you'll be more productive there. Set time aside to run maybe in the morning or the evening. You know, run with friends and your peers and, you know, your running group. So that's going to help you there. But um, basically, you know, if you align yourself along your goals, then you are going to be more productive to, towards them. And ultimately, when that goal comes, you are going to feel like it's so close because you've done everything. You've done the groundwork really together. Yeah. So the best thing to do to be productive is to get yourself a little to-do list, in my opinion. Obviously, everyone's different and you might have little things which uh, you might put in place as well. But I think 100% get a to-do list in place. You know, you might be old school like me and write these down. I got a little bit of sticky paper, sticky notes. And I slap it right in the front of my diary, which I open every day as I text or look at clients or plan ahead. So I look in a sticky note every single day. So I'm looking right, done that, sorted that, yeah. So you can tick things off. Um, I'd probably say as well the, the best thing to do and uh, the best thing to keep your productivity at the highest is to prioritize the task by importance. So the most important task, get that done. So for example, if it's the start of a week, Monday morning, you're off to a winner, you're off to a flyer straight away by doing so much as you know, very important, kind of, maybe even a task which you don't want to do. And it sounds really bad to be doing on Monday morning, I know. But if you get the worst one done on Monday morning, you just know you got good shit ahead of you, you know. You don't, you're not putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And then come Friday, you think, oh, you know what, I haven't paid that bill, for example. So I need to pay that bill, 
I don't want to pay it. Then you cheesed off ready for the weekend because, you know, you maybe wouldn't have counted to that. And then you think, oh, I'm out the weekend now for a drink or two. And straight away, before you know you're onto a negative cycle straight away. So on that Monday morning, get the most important task done, get it done out of the way, and then you can you don't have to stress about it for the rest of the week. Yeah, so prioritize that. It depends on yourself, really. Obviously, a to-do list could stack up. Yeah. If you start to write down all your kind of to-dos and your tasks for the week, then it could be overwhelming. So a nice way to do it as well could be to split your week or even split your day. So you might do Monday's task list. You know, today I got a call, so on to so on. So I gotta put the doctors in. You know, I gotta train or whatever it might well be. So if you prioritize that, then you know, then Tuesday you can add a little bit. It's like oh, I didn't do the shopping yesterday. Let's top up in the shopping. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's train. Or whatever it might well be. So get your to-do list in place. I'd say that's one of the best things you can do. Like I said, prioritize the main ones first. If you prioritize the main ones first, the rest will be a breeze. Yeah. If you can wake up on the Monday and get a shitty one done, then the rest is easier. Yeah? So kind of you can plow on the rest of your week then and be happy there. And uh, no doubt, you know, you will. Be a lot more productive and set yourself up for the rest of the week. I always say that Monday is a new week, is a new start. You know, draw a line under the weekend. You know, don't be hating yourself if you've had a weekend on the sofa or you weren't as productive as where you wanted to be or you just end up being out all weekend or doing things that you didn't really enjoy. You know, you got caught up in some family shit, let's say. Um, and you didn't get around to doing things that you wanted to do for yourself, okay? And that happens sometimes. The best thing to do, like I said, Draw a line under it, go again on the Monday, and it definitely just set the tone for the rest of the week. So get out of bed on your Monday, get ready to attack your Mondays. Another day, yeah? Monday's not the worst day of the week. The worst day of the week is the one you keep putting off. I'd say it's probably a Sunday. I'd say for me, the Sunday's the worst day. Monday's the most productive. I mentioned this on some previous podcast. Monday aligns you for the week. Monday's not a shitty day. Monday's a day to set you up for the rest of the week's success, yeah? So get the Monday out your head. This is shit Monday. Because Monday's your best day of the week. Monday's the day we set your to-do list. We set your goals, your tasks. We get a focus for a new week. We start off with a flyer. And then Tuesday's a breeze. Wednesday's a breeze. Thursday, yeah, okay, a little bit tired. And we're on to the weekend. Lovely. Look at that. Straight off to a winner. So get out of your head. Monday's one of the best productive day that you can have, okay? Align yourself. Get your focus in. Reset. Draw a line under what happened. And push on by getting your tasks in place or whatever it might well be. A good one to do is to even maybe set rewards after it, you know, or give some some meaning towards these tasks. So, for example, myself today, before I came home, I had nearly finished due to cancellations. Sounds a bit harsh on the dog, Pat, bless him. Is that I thought, well, I'm not going to go home yet from the gym because I'm going to sit on the sofa, watching the chase, watching some bump on TV, walking the dog. And before I know it, then 8 p.m. at night, I'll be sat on the laptop doing my kind of things I got to do. So before I left the gym, you know, I had no clients, you know, even though they have free time, I sat down, worked through some plans, I had to do, updated some plans, set some things in place, ticked off one or two things off my to-do list. So when I came home, yep, I could walk the dog guilt-free, listen to, you know, some music, wherever, chill out, do a bit of cooking, and then I was on for the rest of the day. So kind of my reward is coming home and knowing that I didn't have no jobs to do it. I could just chill out, sit in the sofa forever, you know, have a little cup of tea, have 10 minutes just to, well sort of switch off i don't suppose i ever switch off <laughs> but uh you know by by rewarding yourself you know and i, I don't mean that, that that could be you know let's have a big massive chocolate bar or whatever that could just be like i said just you know going for a walk after or training after it or you know kind of watching a tv show that you like or you know cooking or eating a food or you know just these little things which you think that could be a reward so i'm not i'm not doing so and so so and so until i complete this task you know so you're giving yourself a little bit of meaningful you kind of be bringing more productive for your time yeah 
So rather than just kind of kind of ambling about coming home or getting into the office or wherever you do, yeah. Rather than just being sat there looking at a computer screen thinking, oh, I don't want this, you know, fire out and then your time's yours afterwards. Your time's free. You're gonna free yourself up. So give yourself a reward to do after it, yeah. Job first, get that in the bag, and then the pleasure will come after, okay? If you give a meaning, then you know you're more likely to follow through. And no doubt then that you're going to be happy for it and um, you will be thanking yourself for it afterwards. So, you know, and it, it is a nice bit of, um, uh, I always say, you know, ticking the boxes, turning the boxes green. For me, it's a ticking the box of whatever I might achieve, whatever is something small, just like waking up early to, you know, take the dog out for a walk. Um, I suppose I take it for a bit granted the fact that I got a dog that I can get out and walk. <laughs> I, I forgot to say, to say, I think, to one of my clients a while back and I seen someone and said, why do people go out for walks if they haven't got a dog? It's a bit strange, and I was like, mm. but I, I, I'm only teasing. Obviously, before I had a dog, I was out, out and active and walking anyhow. But um, I think I take it for granted sometimes that you know, sometimes even especially when the winter's coming, the weather could change a bit and be a shitty and cold. Like you know, I gotta get out and walk because I was uh, I'm gonna wake up to a nice parcel on the carpet. But you know, <laughs> sometimes you gotta get out and walk because those things are in place. You know, it's just it's just an automatic thought. It's an automatic. Thing, you just get up, clothes on, walk in, shower, go to work, whatever, or even when you come home. So, um, you know, your reward could be getting up early, get a bit of happiness in, having a coffee in your maybe, you know, before the kids wake up, so you've got some time to yourself just to chill out. Um, you know, you might have a little scroll on crappy TikTok, if that's for you, then, yeah, you go for it, but not very productive there. Um, you know, you might catch up on a little bit to do, so kind of, you might even do your to-do list in the morning while you're having a coffee, while no one's up. And then you might get out the door for a little walk, yeah? So it's kind of prioritising kind of your task as well. So whether that's waking up early, like I said, you know, just chilling out, getting shit down with no distractions. And I always find as well, I got the most energy in the morning. So, you know, I, I tend to get most of my jobs done in the morning. Um, before now, I've been dropping a little mesh into the groups at was four or five o'clock. Jesus Christ, shit the bed, have you? But, you know, as long as your phones are silent, then when you wake up, you've got that message in the inbox. You're good to go. You think, nice, I've had a nice message here. I'm ready to go. And the same applies with like different newsletters, you know. So maybe if you're following someone online, um, I even got my newsletter, so you can you know kind of sign up for them if anyone fancies it, drop me a message. And you definitely get some good tips and info on training, nutrition, a weekly topic. But lots of other people out there on social media, not just fitness um or health kind of gurus, let's say, um, but anyone really that you know kind of can drop these little bits into your inbox. You might have wake up in the morning and have a little read of that, you know. So this, that's where it's heading with that. Kind of selling my own newsletter to you, which is free, by the way. So I'm selling shit all, but then, you know, just saying. So th these are ideal times. And like I said, for me, I just think it's more productive to get up, get a task done, and then you're on for the rest of the day. And I suppose that this kind of relates more towards your training as well. So let's bring to the fitness perspective then of training, you know. So your to-do list might involve, you know, less workout, Let's not go in, into the deep end balls deep. Let's go in for three training sessions in a week, you know, three out of seven and bad, yeah? A lot of people, I think, put too much pressure on themselves by saying, you know, i got to train five times, maybe upper, lower, total body, cardio, core. Just everyone's time is different. Everyone's body is different as well. You know, everyone's outlook on training is different. Um, so you've got to make sure what whatever you're doing is number one for enjoyment. I always say this, enjoyment first and the rest will follow, right? Because if you're getting a good enjoy, joyful three, sessions in a week what's the likelihood of you think you know what i think i might get another in or just stay at three but if you're having four or five boring shit 
dragging out sessions. You think, you know, I can't be asked for that again next week. Never mind doing an extra one. So, you know, if you're getting a good three sessions in per week, then you can look to kind of get what you want out of them, yeah? So just bear in mind, you know, don't attach too much pressure to yourself. If it's four sessions a week, five, whatever your routine might well be. But, you know, yeah, there's tasks to do. And sometimes you might not hit them. So that's when trying to get that, you know, if if you do fall short some days, as I always say, you know, we don't make mistakes twice. So some days you might be busier. You've set yourself up on a Monday morning and you train today, blah, blah, blah. And it just run away from you. You know, shit happens, it'll go away from you. So don't worry if that happens. We don't miss twice, twice. We don't make mistakes twice. Tuesday's a new day. Hit that workout on Tuesday. But, you know, set yourself a goal of maybe, you know, training, what, whatever, X amount of week of times per week then let's say right let's say it's three times yeah so my my example is that in the mornings i'm most productive so in the morning i'll set myself um a certain slot in my diary i just block that out so that i train in the morning it's an ideal time for me i know i got more energy i got less distractions i enjoy training in the morning i think it sets the tone for the rest of my day you know it, it kind of wakes me up a little bit as well i feel like i've actually achieved something i eat better i drink more water my mindset is better and, you know, like I said, it's got a lot more energy where sometimes if I'm back to back for the day and then, you know, I might jump on the laptop, send some messages and then, you know, just come 4, 5, 6 p.m. Is anything right? Really? I've had, you know, a few hours back to back. Do I really want to train now in my gut where I could sit down and have some food? And sometimes that happens, you know, you go utilize the time you have and then I suppose discipline does pull me through rather than motivation. And again, that's the story for another day, but, uh, with discipline, you know, that just drags you through. So I know for me, my ideal time to train is, you know, in the morning. So I'll always set myself up for that. So relating towards yourself, always think your ideal time to train. What what are you going to get the most out of in the morning, in the evening, in the afternoon, whatever, yeah? Try and program that in. Try and set yourself that on your to-do list. Set in the diary, whatever you need to do. If you're a morning person, you prefer the morning, train in the morning. It makes total sense, yeah? It's pretty obvious. If you prefer train in the evening, when you got a full day's work, so you can just shut the laptop and think, right, let's chill, let's de-stress, let's get to the gym or go for a run, whatever, then you can do that, okay? Another one looking into your to-do list, which I want to touch upon in the fitness industry as well, or within kind of health as well, is setting ourselves targets. So, like I said, training targets could be one of hitting a certain amount of training per day, but another one could be certain things like um, hitting a step goal, for example, then. I don't know why everyone tends to fire in at 10,000 steps a day, um, it's something which I've come away from, you know, depending on the person. But I think as well that, you know, something which should be enjoyable for us, like something, I don't know, let's, let's fly in with um, a nice walk around the park or, you know, walk around the, the block and work while you're on your lunch break. Just these little things, but straight away, that's overtaken with falling 1,000 shorts. So you've got 9,000 steps in a day, which is still awesome in all fairness, you know. It's probably 4,000 more than you was doing a couple of weeks back before you start to make these changes listen to these podcasts, or look a little bit more into your steps. I think that the 10,000 steps come from a bit of a kind of driver that it burns more calories. So obviously it comes in from burning approximately, depending on the average person, 500 calories per 10,000 steps. And also, you know, the government set the, that kind of recommendation in place, and then straight away that have been kind of drilled into people's heads by different trainers along the way. Um, and different apps as well, you know, like Apple and Samsung Health, I think, even Fitbit and so on. If you're getting a watch now, iPhone, Garmin, they tend to put 10,000 as a kind of baseline. 
So, you know, if you are falling short at the moment, if, if anyone's on my plans, you'll see and you'll know that we tend to put, you know, entry point. Let's go over 6,000 steps a day. Let's get 6,000 enjoyable steps. If that's the 6,000 steps around a nice lake close by or a nice bit of greenery or football pitch or wherever it might well be, and that's better than, you know, 10,000 steps down a boring street, you know, we, we're going to a dead end, turning around and coming back. So I always think about, you know, kind of why you're looking to get out of these. So I'd rather you fall short and have a good time than, you know, kind of keep chewing on the wheel, the hamster wheel, and just think, all right, 10,000 steps again, this is boring. 10,000 steps, go again, man. So kind of prioritise them. So setting yourself to do's and tasks and targets there, got to be meaningful and relatable towards yourself as well. So step targets, you know, start off with, say, 6,000 steps. Nail those in the bag first. If you think, you know what, these are easy now, smashing these, go on for 7,000 a day, 8,000 a day, and so on. So work within your means there. And, you know, if you fall short, you're not going to have massive consequences. Likewise, if you fall short with your training some weeks, if you program yourself five sessions a week and you fall short, you know, it shit happens. You know, things get in the way sometimes. Just don't be deflated about it. You know, best thing to do, like I say, is just stay productive. Have little things as a backup. So if you don't train, at least you've got your steps in place. At least you drank your water today. You know, you've been productive most of the day and you've set good tasks in place to, you know, Maybe get a little stretching, get off the office, chain out again, go for a walk around the block, have a catch up with some friends. You know, and I think sometimes they can be more important than going to the gym or and slogging out or going down a shitty street um, with your head up in the pissing down rain, you know, just because you've got to hit those 10,000 steps. Just because it gets drilled into us, you know. And you think, oh, well, I haven't been productive today because I've had 9,999 steps. I'm shit. Whereas if you did get that, I meant to be fair, you're probably doing laps of the living room then. So see how it goes in our head? Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes, you know, kind of, I know I'm saying about this podcast all about being productive, but at the same time, sometimes less is more. So be productive with the time you have, I suppose, and be productive of what your productive day should look like. Just said productive about a thousand times. If I had a pound for every time I said this podcast, I'd be loading, I bet, man. Um, so apologies, eh? But uh, I suppose what I'm trying to say to you is that, you know, your day your structure your routine your outcomes your goals is different to anyone else so if we see you know old bloody barry boy on facebook giving a large about it in ten thousand steps and you've hit six thousand a day don't worry because barry boy been walking down, up and down the street bored of his tits walking his bloody dog won't let him stay in but you've had nice six thousand steps walk around the lake had a coffee had a chill sat on the bench had a had a chat and you're happy yeah and you've had a little steady training session alongside of it. Yep. Go you. So, you know, be productive with the time you have, relating towards your goals, yeah? Like I said, just for a bit of a recap, get little things in place like to-do lists, prioritise the, the, the best ones. I wouldn't even say the best ones, the most important, because like I said, some days you have to get the shit done that you don't want to. And after it's done, it's done out the way and you can move on with a clear head and get the stuff maybe which you want to enjoy it. You know, maybe even on your to-do list, get... If you've got one shitty thing, like, I don't know, you've got to return a bit of a feedback form or get an essay done, have something else on your to-do list, like, I'm going to go out and have a coffee with a friend or, you know, um, and a train or and do a yoga session or have a stretch or, you know, a to-do list doesn't always have to be something which you got to do for work-wise, you know. So have something which you got to enjoy as well. You know, I'm going to I'm gonna go, go do a shopping with so-and-so, so-and-so that they've been going to catch up with for a while. So, you know, just kind of... Look to prioritise things which are, number one, going to drive us forward and work towards your goals, but number two, we're going to promote a nice, balanced, healthy life. And as I always say, enjoyment first, 
and then the rest will follow alongside that yeah if you want any help with any kind of task or tips or help that you can put in place there feel free to drop me a message on any of my social feeds on richard thomas rtpt or on richard thomas personal training and you know i'd be happy enough to give you a helping hand or nudge in the right direction so help me out there right likewise if you have any questions on this podcast drop me a message and i will 100 percent be more than happy to give you a help helping hand okay i hope you enjoyed that one today episode number 16 on real talk with rtpt thank you once again for showing up tuning in appreciate it love it share it on do whatever and get after it well then have a good week of it whatever you're doing thanking you thank you for listening to real talk with rtpt subscribe for more enjoy